millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations Facility. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT Podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart New Tech. I'm your host and resident Old Fart, Jim Schaefer, and the podcast, at least to me, is the new tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. I'll be referring to Apple CEO Tim Cook as CCP Tim going forward. Details later. Google has the right idea. The company is suing the creators of the infamous botnet Glutteba to litigate them into oblivion. Just like our own government does to those that don't agree with them. I know, a little harsh there. The hits keep coming. More bad news for canceled Chris Cuomo. Besides his CNN gig, the disgraced younger brother of the disgraced former governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, has lost his serious XM show and his book deal. And good news, Biden's pick for bank regulation, the communist Sole Amarova, has withdrawn her nomination. This is a blow to the FedNow and digital dollar programs. Tech news. One of the big stories this week is major tech corporations delaying their employees' return to the office environment. Companies from Google to Uber announced delayed reopenings of their respective office spaces because, you know, COVID. As I said in the last episode and a few before, this will be the so-called new normal for the foreseeable future. And again, if I were just starting out, I'd try and find a way to generate income from home. Unless you want to depend on the government to pass some sort of universal income scheme, which, as I've told you before, is in the works with programs such as the digital dollar, and, of course, Fed now. Though, if you bothered to listen to the preamble, they have recently suf suffered a minor setback, at least. Another month. Another cryptocurrency hack. This time it was a bit marked for 150 million smackaroos. What makes you think the digital dollar won't be vulnerable if they do, in fact, create one? Myself, I prefer old-timey, dirty, cold, hard cash. But, but blockchain! 
CNET.com's Scott Stein wonders if we'll be seeing a big upgrade next year for the Apple Watch as he ponders his new Series 7. All the analysis say that it's not happening next year, which means I won't be buying a new one. I'd like to see a slightly bigger screen and a thinner design. That squared-off look that was floated around last year, well, that would be fine, but what I really want is better battery life. Yeah, I can get a day and a half from my current Series 6, but the thing doesn't charge fast enough for my use cases. You know, it seems batteries are the great bottleneck for all of tech, be it for cars or phones. Until battery tech improves, I'm afraid we're stuck with what we got. Well, old Tim Apple seems to be in some hot water after eternal documents were leaked this week. Seems back in 2016, Mr. Cook signed a $275 billion deal with Communist China for investing in various Chinese industries, including renewable energy, and promised to help China manufacturers, quote, build the most advanced manufacturing technologies, unquote, and train workers. The company also vowed to tap more communist Chinese parts suppliers for Apple devices. Money was also funneled into universities and research and development centers. Well, we all know where the results of all that manufacturing technology and research goes. Straight to the People's Liberation Army. Apple further committed to, quote, grow together with Chinese enterprises to achieve mutual benefits and a win-win situation, unquote. Well, there's that win-win statement again. If you didn't know it, that's a favorite of the CCP. Maybe the friendly communist Chinese negotiators had a say in the wording of the final document. Perhaps this explains Apple's kowtowing to the communist regime in regard to redrawing boundaries in favor of the CCP's claims of disputed areas on Apple Maps. What other ways has CCP Tim sold out his home nation's interest to the communist? One has to wonder. I'll have to wait to see what the fallout from this is before deciding what place Apple will have in my technological future. I'll update when more information becomes available. It has to be a busy time for Apple's public affairs office and lawyers following these revelations. And this from one of the leaders of the woke business culture. Where's Nokia when you need them? <laughs> Tech I'm using. My short but sweet love affair with Office 365 appears to have come to an end. Upon attempting to log into my personal OneDrive account at work on Monday afternoon, I was greeted with an error. I had just changed my password that morning because of security concerns, so I don't know if that had an effect on things, but most likely it was the IT office that clamped down on personal usage. Either way, there is really no reason to keep my Office 365 subscription going. I'll give it another week and see what happens. Strangely, I was able to log into the Microsoft Edge browser using my account, which is weird because it won't let me sign into my OneDrive account, which is the same account. Well, it was nice while it lasted, and with the rumors of a pending 20% monthly price increase, it'll be easier to cancel. So I'll be looking for other ways to write scripts while at work. 
I'll probably just haul my iPad Air to work with me and maybe use Apple Pages or maybe just print out the script like in the olden days. <laughs> Entertainment news. Consider this scenario, if you will. Two actors of Jewish descent write and produce an animated series which attacks one of the largest Christian holiday traditions. That sounds far-fetched, right? Well, I give you the new HBO Max series, Santa Inc. This steaming pile of dung is brought to you by one Sarah Silverman, an ultra-liberal, foul-mouthed, washed-up comedian, and Seth Rogen, a B-list actor who spends most of the waking day under the influence of marijuana and probably has a THC-laced edible before passing out for the evening. Upon receiving atrocious reviews, Mr. Rogen stated that the show must have upset a lot of white supremacists. Excuse me, but Christianity is made up of all races. Maybe if these two heroes of the left were themselves Christians, they would know this. Yeah, they'll claim that it was an attack on the mostly Western tradition of Santa Claus, not Christmas, but anyone with half a brain knows better. Now, if you will, suppose two white Christians produced an animated series mocking the Jewish tradition of Hanukkah. First of all, it would never be allowed to air. Secondly, all sorts of anti-Semitism claims would arise. As usual, there's a double standard here held up because of the ongoing attack on the Christian faith. In light of this information, I hereby nominate HBO Max for consideration to be canceled during the great purge I'll be conducting on streaming services to trim costs upon my retirement. Hey. Remember me raving about the new Netflix series Cowboy Bebop? Well, the streaming king canceled the series early Friday morning. I guess being an old fart puts me out of touch with what's considered a good series these days. <laughs> Podcasting news. Based on a story that's been floating around the old intertubes for a while now, Spotify has deleted over 150 hours of audio it had posted on its platform. Actually, it had hosted on its platform. The material was dubbed as, of course, racist, anti-Semitic, and right-wing. I'm sure it all was, but why is it always the so-called right-wing that is highlighted? Most of the drivel deleted won't be missed, but I have to ask... Is there no hate speech contained amongst leftist podcasts? Maybe these brave, agenda-driven, investigative journalists should take a look at what's going on on the other side. Anyway, wouldn't you rather have these vile types out in the open to keep an eye on them and see what they're planning? Actions like this will only drive these types underground. Well, this is just all part of the ramped-up effort to further restrict podcast content. Looking at the pod tracks listing for this month shows the top five podcasts unchanged for months with the hollowed out New York Times show, The Daily, in the top spot for going on five years now. 
They and NPR seem to have a stranglehold on podcasts these days. Staggered much? You know, do yourself a favor and try something new for a change. Time for a rant. With the recent revelations of Microsoft founder Bill Gates giving at least $300 million to so-called media projects, it has only strengthened my opinion that the news you hear, be it on traditional media or so-called new media, is all tainted. It also got me to wondering how many other billionaires or multinational corporations are, are doing the same thing. Well, a lot, I think. George Soros and Pfizer are the first examples that come to mind. When reporting the news went from a public service to being a profit generator, this opened the floodgates to outside influences. You know, don't let that a free press is the basis of democracy crap fool you. When people or entities fork over large sums of money, either through advertising dollars or donations, they expect something back. I wish I could tell you about untarnished sources to get your news, but I'm unable to do so. All you can do is read more than the headline, and after reading the entire article, ask yourself, does this conform to my experience of the subject, and who benefits the most from this story? Keep an open mind and be a skeptic. This will help keep you sane, I hope. Episode 103 is now officially, uh, sort of, in the can. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you and hope you found it worth your while. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can tell me what things you liked or disliked about the show. I'd love hearing from you. I'll see you next week. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now, why don't you do me a big favor and get off my lawn and finish your Christmas shopping. I'll be seeing you, and I'm out. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.